you can do it better. You can do it better. For my twin brother, let's give Stephen a shout. Wow. Beautiful church with a beautiful pastor, beautiful congregation. I want you to give Jesus another shout. It is time for testimonies. Do you believe in testimonies? Wow. So testimony ties are back. The Bible says in the book of Revelations, chapter 12, verse 11, that by their testimonies, they overcame the devil. And the 10th says, authority, power, and salvation came to the church because of their testimonies. Amen. Amen. Today I have two powerful testimonies from people. I see your testimony coming right to you. God is kind and he wants to do you good. Amen. So the first one is about serving God and about swollen Sunday. Help me welcome our brother Patrick Esiam. He is a center leader. He is an instrumentalist and a dedicated member of this church. Amen. Man of God, make it brief and very powerful. All right. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for everything he's done for me. Um, the first testimony is about serving God. I joined this church in 2013. I started playing the keyboards and then at a point I became a center leader. Then Bishop Saki came here to start Kadesh and I'm privileged to be here. And throughout, I don't see myself doing so many great, great things, but Bishop has always believed in me and pushes me to do greater things for God. So I became a, um, a center leader this year, um, late last year. And I've been serving God, trying to do my best for God. I don't think I can do much, but at least I try to do what I'm told to do. So I had, um, I was working um, at a company last year, and then I started looking for a new job. That was in January. I sent a number of applications out to a number of companies, January, February, then in March, one company called me. I didn't even know the company that called because I had sent a number of applications out. So I asked the person, um, please, which company is this? Because I've sent a number of applications out. And he mentioned the name. I'd even forgotten that I had applied there. Then he called for an interview again. The interview was about 30 or 40 minutes on phone, asking a number of questions. I, I, I tried. I tried to do something. <laughs> then he called me again the following week, and I was asked to come for a physical interview. I, I, there's a lot of, there are a lot of details, but I'll just summarize. I even started calling the shots, saying that, okay, I can come on this day, I can't come on that day. I finally went on one Friday, and when I went for the interview, we were just talking and laughing. I'm sure those outside would think we are just having a relaxed meeting, chatting and all that, but it was actually an interview. Very relaxed meeting, a few minutes, we all laughed and everything. They said they'll call me back. So I left, and I was called back the next day that I had gotten the job. Wow! And by the grace of wow. God, this job is 
I'm much higher paying job. Almost three times of my previous. Three times! And you are sitting there like that! Your testimony! It is a great day to serve the Lord, I tell you. This guy, dedicated. Man of God, continue. And I just want to. Three, three times! I am right. Remember me. Amen. I just want to encourage you all to do the work of God. Look, I'm not as great as, I mean, people may say that I'm this and that. I'm not great, though. I just do what I'm told to do. By the grace of God, we have pastors who believe in us. Bishop Saki believes in me so much. Bishop Pauji is always pushing me and encouraging me. Even when I tell him that I can't, or I ask him whether I can do it, he tells me that he knows that I'm very able and I can do it. Let's about the Swollen Sunday one. Okay, Swollen Sunday. So my target as a center leader for Swollen Sunday was um, 50, then Bishop increased it to 60. <laughs> I was scared. I didn't know how I was going to get 60 people. So we tried, we strategized, prayed and everything. I didn't think it could happen, but I just told God that, look, God, you have brought this whole Swollen Sunday thing. You said we should bring 5,000 people. God, me, I'm going to try. I'm going for my outreach. I'm going to empower my people, enforce my people. We will do our best. God, you bring the increase. And by the grace of God, we got 83 that day. What do you do right on the covenant form? On the covenant form, I wrote that I wanted a car. On the covenant form, he wrote that God, I am bringing my five people. You to give me a car. And then go on. The thing is that I told God that God... You know that I don't have money to buy a car. God, you bring the car. I don't care how you do it. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever you do, just do it and bring me a car. And by the grace of God, three days after Swollen Sunday, we received a call. And the following week, we got a car. We registered 2019. Three days? Hey, and you are sitting there like that. Hey, I want to hear your shout. Wow. Say, God, I am bringing my five people. I'm meeting my target. I want a car. Today be today. Today is covenant. We are going to fill the form. Wow. Because of time. Pato, so what do you have to tell us? What do you have to say? Okay, I want to tell you that as we are coming to do our covenants again, Swollen Sunday is coming. Look, don't wait to be called a pastor or a center leader or a center leader before you be faithful to it. Trust God. Write something. Write something that's big. Don't write... I need a shoe, I need a pen, write something that is... No, 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 shoot, yeah, you trip. <laughs> yeah, God, is, God is a God of impossibilities. Look, God does greater things than we can imagine or ask for. So write something that beats your imagination. And God will be faithful to it. All you have to do is try your best. If you're asked to bring five people, try and bring five people. And God will do it. Wow, let's give him a round of applause. Jesus will give you a testimony. If you will not stop serving him, if you believe in him, Pato, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. The last but not the least, I want to welcome up here another past, pastor or man of God, Isaac Braden. Isaac Braden to give us the second testimony. I, I, I like noise. Let me hear. Let me hear another. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I bless God for the life of our father, Bishop Dark and Bishop Sack. Amen. Amen. I mean, um, my testimony is about serving God and about the swelling Sunday. Okay. I, I joined the church as a trotro meet, and 
as a full-time torture mate and a part-time rubbish collector, you know, then, so that's what I was using to pay my fees, you know. So as on weekends, there's a particular house I go to gather the rubbish and go and dump them, and I'll be able to go to school the following week. That was when I met my Reverend, Reverend Daniel Squire. He led me to Christ. Wow. Reverend Squire led you to Christ. Yes, Somebody led you to Christ. Yes. You were a trot, trot, mid driver trying to... Okay. So after, that was what happened throughout secondary school. He kept pushing on. The first time I actually heard Bishop Saki preach was at the Kodesh. Yeah, after preaching, he made an altar call. With tears in my eyes, I found myself in front. And um, the, one of the things he said again was that once you are serving God, God will never allow the enemy to have an upper hand over your life. Wow. And that, that has been what has kept me moving. So coming from a poor background, a certain way, Realize after secondary school there is no hope for you. You can so make I, it a humble background. Yeah. Say coming from a humble background. Coming from a humble uh-huh, background. That one is better. Uh-huh. So I decided that a I'll humble pay. background. I'm going into mechanic. Then an uncle popped out from nowhere and said that, oh, if you can't take this resource to be a mechanic, I'll take care of you. So the money I gathered to go and learn the trade, I used that money to buy the forms. By the grace of God, I got opportunity to read accounting at UCC. I took them. I took the admission letter to my uncle who promised me. When he saw the letter, he stood up and said, Kofi, who the car be here? What a shock. When he saw the admission letter, he says that, Kofi, you have brought death home. I said, oh, but you promised me. He says that, look, as you are even going home, I don't even have money for you for transportation. So I had to, I felt very discouraged. My reverend would keep calling, how far? I said, reverend. It looks like now the enemy wants to have an upper hand. But Bishop Saki West kept ringing in my head. And I wow. Let's clap for our pastors. Good pastors. And I'll give you shepherds. Shepherd. Good shepherd. Man of God. And Move you know, on. normally in the admission letter, they'll tell you that if you don't come, your placement will be given to a different person. So a day to the deadline, I was there. A certain woman was going to buy a plot of land. Throughout those periods, I was trying to do my best as a basal shepherd for God. She was going to buy a plot of land. The amount I needed to pay my school, that was the same amount she was having. She was like, young boy, what is wrong with you? I told myself that I'm not in for another discouragement. So I, I told her that it is wrong. She said, no, you look this way. So I, I told her everything. She said, look, I don't know. But the Lord has taught me to give you this money. Wow! It is a great thing to serve the Lord, church. Let's serve God, man of God continue. As soon as she gave me the money, the first thing I did, I switched off my phone in case she changes her mind. <laughs> so I, that was how come I was able to enter into the university by the grace of God. When I got to school the first year, I was 18 years old. For the first time, I was sleeping on the mattress because I come from a family where you sleep on the floor and there is only one mattress for your mother. Bear mention. Man of God. It's not easy. He's really come from a humble background. But through serving God, in being in the church, pastors, man of God, let's summarize. So through the university. Through the university, I got opportunity. I told myself, I'm here by the grace of God. So I got opportunity to be a shepherd. I did my best for God. And Bishop Pazzi also kept on encouraging me. You can do well, you can do more. And that was how come I finished. Concerning the Swelling Sunday, you know, okay. um, it was in May. Um, Bishop asked us to bring 
their covenant form and to indicate on it what you want God to do for you. I was sitting there and something kept on pushing me. That right that I want to go back to school. And I said, okay. So I just indicated I want to go back to school. And after the swelling sign, I was able to, I mean, even though I didn't hit my target, by the grace of God, I, I managed to bring 43 people by the grace of God. So um, after the swelling Sunday, I had to put my faith to work. So I bought the form for, to read my master's. And by the grace of God, I've gotten the opportunity to read master's at UPS. And when the admission letter came, I was scared of the school fees. Less than a week by the grace of God. God has sent me divine helpers. By the grace of God, in September, I'll be going back to school. Wow. So, the swollen Sunday, you did your best. You wanted to go to school. You've got admission. God has sent you somebody who's paying half of your fee. And last week, you became a pastor. That also. You will not talk about that one. Church, let's give the Lord a shout. I tell you. So, what do you have to tell us, Pastor Isaac? Everybody, that we are in a church that does not discriminate. I never thought a church from me like me can also rise up to be a pastor. It is just by the grace of God. And like Paul said in Ephesians 3, verse 8, preach, preach that of whom I am the least among all the apostles is this grace given. There is enough grace for everybody to do something for God. God bless you. God bless you. It is a great to serve the Lord. Let's take the covenant and the syrup. Let's take our pastor's syrup. Do something for God. God is going to be kind to you. Believe it. Believe it. And believe it. God bless you. Let's welcome the fresh breeze. Can't you can sing. Hello? Hello? We are not ready. You should all just come and sing. Hello? Hello? Altar, 
blessed to be here. I didn't hear you. Are you blessed to be here? This is a very good morning. Every part of the service is beautiful. What do you think? Hello, what do you think? Every part of the service is wonderful. Prayer, worship, praise, um, choir singing, drama, the dancing, um, the music, beautiful, beautiful singing all through. The worship, uh, the, um, yes. And then um, French Breeze and uh, Reverend, the sax was beautiful. Amen. And then the testimonies were amazing. God is gracious. Amen. I believe that God has brought us here for a good time and a good season. And I believe that God's message will flow in our lives. Amen. Before I preach, I wanted to share the covenant forms. Please be seated for a minute. Very quickly, share them. Pastor's ashes, help us to share them. Everybody should take a covenant form. We are trusting God to have 6,000 plus people coming to church. And I believe that many shall be saved and many lives shall be turned around. Now, I'm sure that for some of you sitting also, you also have testimonies. Some of you used to be very bad and God has saved you. That is a testimony. Someone should say amen. You used to do all sort of things and today you are born again. Or some of you have had all sort of experiences. Or some of you have seen God's intervention in various aspects of your life. Now, it's important that you share your testimony. I want to encourage you, approach any pastor or your center pastor, or if you can't find anybody else, go straight to Bishop Pazzi's office, tell him, have a testimony. Because you may look, your testimony may, may, may seem insignificant, but that is exactly somebody's story. Can I have an amen? That may be exactly what God needs to um, God needs to use to touch somebody's life. So don't sit back and keep your testimony. Let's share together and I believe that God's blessing will be real. So now the covenant forms are there. Can I have one in, in, if you don't mind? Can I have one covenant form? Alright, beautiful. Yeah. So we are making a covenant with the Lord. I make a covenant with God. To bring at least six people to church. And this is my prayer request. Amen. So fill it up. Fill it up now. Fill it now. Fill it now. Even if I, I pray for 15 minutes, it's all right. But this is very important. On the stage, everybody, drama, everybody needs 
uh, 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 and also go up to where the technical people are. Everybody should get a form. You don't have pens. Find pens around. Fill it. I'm giving you two minutes. Two minutes is even long. Okay. Start work. Right. Some of you are not starting. Very soon you stop work. So please. Start work now. Your special prayer request. Special prayer requests. All right. Good. Forgive them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Feel it. We are going to co- collect all of them. Some, I, I would have attempted to pray for each of them um, single, but some issues, some topics, I don't even have to see them. It's between you and God. So we collect them together and without reading, we have prayed over all of them by the grace of God. Amen. And I believe that you are the next person to give a testimony. I say you are the next person to give a testimony. You see, some of you say one day somebody will be standing on stage and will be saying that you led him to Christ. That's an amazing, beautiful thing that you can point to somebody who actually led you to Christ. And um, showed you the way. So please fill the form now. Okay. Get ready to stop work. Get ready to stop work. All right. Now get ready to get ready to stop work. Get ready to get ready to stop work. Whatever you do. Stop work. Some of you are copying. Some of you are copying somebody's. Hey, we are teaching the church the act of following, copying, but not on prayer topics. Eh? You are copying somebody's uh, prayer topic. The person is praying that his landlord will die, and you are copying the prayer topic. <laughs> what a shock. Hallelujah. I want, to be, I want us to believe God. We are daring God. We are daring God. The Lord, as I come with, I made the effort to bring six people at least as an individual. This is my prayer request. This is my prayer request. So please, make sure it's done. Is done on the side on the, other, on the left side. Is it done? Are you are you are you, is it done? Are you filled? Have you filled it? All right, beautiful. What about the far east or far north? Nothing Ghana. Have you filled your forms? How about central region? Have you done it? Have you done your forms? Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Lift up your forms. No, wait, wait. After service, I'm going to pray with the forms and collect them. Because some have not yet finished. Because you are thinking about the prayer. Which of the many requests should you write? Because your issues are a lot. Take the biggest one. Like Pato said. Take the biggest one. The one that nobody can solve. 
and write that one down. God will solve that one for you. I said, God will sort out that one for you. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's pray again. Father, we want to ask you for this grace and mercy to understand your word. Have your way in every life here and be glorified. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted your loudest, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder and shake him and tell him, it's time for the word of God. No, shake him until he falls down. Amen. I believe that God's word is going to affect our lives. So, we have talked about various parts of quiet time, isn't it? So today I'm going to try and do something very short. And then we'll see what we are doing. Quiet time basically have two, it has two main parts. The reading of the Bible and then prayer. Can I have an amen? Is this preaching? I can understand it. That's preaching. Hallelujah. I said quiet time as what? Two main parts. The reading of the Bible and then prayer. These are the two parts that makes, that, uh, makes us have quiet time. Quiet time is reading the, reading the Bible is God talking to you. And then prayer is you talking to God. So quiet time is simply put, communication with God. Amen. Now when you communicate with somebody... When you communicate with somebody, you speak and the person speaks. Have you ever called someone on the phone and you talk and talk and talk and talk? Say, Are you there? Are you there? Yes, I'm here. And continue talking. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand. It's like, that's not a way to, that's not communication. It's too one-sided. Yeah. That's how it is. So there must be real communication. God speaks to you and you also speak to God. And some of us in Ghana, the culture of our nation is that we are over humble. Or we pretend to be humble. When you say a grown up, oh, you don't talk when a grown up is there. God is a grown up, but God wants to hear you talk. You know, that's how we behave in Ghana, isn't it? In the spirit of the mouse. The mouse is always running away, running away. Oh, when people are here, grown-ups are here, I don't... And that's how we even train our children. Hey, Fioko, Fioko. When your child is just talking and wants to chat with you, your child only takes instruction from you. But your child must be your friend. Jesus says, I call you friends. He wants to be our friend. I am a friend of God. That's somebody's song. Somebody say Amen. amen. God wants to be our friend. He wants to chat with you. The Bible says that he will come to Adam and Eve in the cool of the day. I hear too many talking around. Babies and so on. Listen, the young children, if you are below 12, 13 years, you must make sure your children go to their uh, safe church. All right? Okay. If it's a baby, it's a real baby. It doesn't have teeth at all. 
and the, the, it, it, the baby that's only um, breastfeeding, exclusive breastfeeding, then it can be at the nursing mother's place. But there's enough places for all children. So it's sometimes children disturb everybody on their role. And also, even for you, you can't concentrate. The message coming, preaching is coming, and then you're walking around and all that. So please, we beg you, if you have a little child, two years, three years, and so on, your child will not die when he separates from you for one hour. Take your child to the place where they will care for him and also teach him the word of God. Somebody say amen. amen. How many of you are hearing me this morning? Amen. amen. So I said, quiet time is communicating with God. Amen. He talks, you talk. He talks, you talk. That's friendship. That's friendship. Real friendship. Real friendship, you communicate. A person talks and you talk like that. Just like in marriage. Tell me, wife, I love you. Me too. That's communication. <laughs> they never say it first. You always say it first and then they say me too. May God forgive them. Amen. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> what a shock. Well, so, we have been talking about the Bible and how important it is to read the Bible. The wisdom that comes into your life. When you read, you become wiser than the ancients. That's what David said. Your word has made me wiser than the ancients. He said, David said, I've become wiser than my teachers. When you read the Bible, you become wiser than people who see you, they can't guess your age. Because the contributions you make, when you speak, you make sense. Because at the, some of you at the moment, when you speak, you only speak rubbish. That's where you are now. But I see you progressing in Jesus' name. You are going to speak sense. You are going to speak the wisdom of God. Say, I receive it. Are you there? You are, going to, you are going to make sense when you talk. Your contribution will be valuable. If you are not at a meeting, they will suspend the meeting. Because they will need your contribution. Oh, I don't know why you people have stopped saying amen in the church. You will be so valuable to your organization. They will need you. You will be needed. You will be necessary. You will be important. You will be relevant. Make your right hand and say, I will be relevant. One more time, I will be relevant. Yeah. One of our, one of our uh, church members, she went to a meeting, a young person employed by the, by the organization, a, a financial institution. He went to a meeting, and then he just got a job, not long. And then they were having meetings and so on and so forth. And um, the MD was there. A lot of people, a few people were there. And he happened to be there. So when they were making contributions, and he lifted his hand, timidly and he spoke and made a contribution then the md took notes after the meeting the managing director asked the general manager who is that young boy who made a contribution buy him a car <laughs> buy him a car the following week he had a car may your contribution be valuable in life are you there another young guy who was learning becoming a lawyer he went to, he, they were supposed to, if you come a lawyer, how to, there's a part of uh, going to court and talking and all that and um, whatever. So he went to, the, it was his turn to go. When he went to, his, when it was his turn, he began to speak and communicating and all that. And then after that, the judge asked him, what do you learn how to speak? He said, oh, I'm a pastor. Wow. 
I'm a center leader. So I've learned how to speak. You see, your work in church will bring promotion to you somewhere else. Are you here today? So love the word of God. I say love the word of God. Amen. The second part of quiet time is prayer. And I'm going to talk about that briefly this morning. Can I preach? Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Listen, you've got to, the word of God must be the foundation of your life. Amen. If you don't have your quiet time, your faith will rest in the wisdom of man and not the wisdom of God. And not in the power of God. Paul says that I came to you trembling all the so that your faith will not rest on the wisdom of God, on the, on the power of God. That's what Paul said. I want your faith to rely. Many people who must lie because a pastor had done something wrong. They must lie because this has happened and so on. It's because their faith is resting on men and not on the power of God. You should have shouted amen. Are you there? God wants your faith to de- depend on God. Amen. I said amen. Are you still here? Am I talking to anybody here? On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking. Hey, don't change the key. My key is the best. May Christ be the solid rock on which you stand. Every other ground is sinking sand. Shout amen. Shout your Lord and say amen. That is what it is. On Christ the solid rock I stand. My faith has found a resting place, not in a form or creed. I trust the ever-living His wounds for me shall. I need no arguments I need no other it is enough it is enough that Jesus died and died I need no other arguments I need no other arguments service, you are singing a very beautiful song, which is very, very good for worship. The song that you sang.
important in life. Do you know that? Do you know money is important? Education is important. You must go to school. Let your children go to school. Education is important. A wife is important. <laughs> Very important. Depends on how you look at it. <laughs> Husband is important. Are you there? But prayer is the most important thing you can do in life. Only 10 people are clapping. The rest of you don't believe it. Yeah. And you must see praying, talking to God as very, very more important than talking to your beloved. Should I say it again? Value talking to God more important than talking to your beloved. When you wake up on your bed, don't pick your phone and call your beloved first. Before you take the phone and talk to your beloved, talk to the one who gave you the beloved. Only five are clapping. Only five people are clapping. Amen. Am I talking to anybody here? I am making you to see how important it is to pray. Pray is the most important thing you can do. You pray, you talk to your creator. First. 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 Hallelujah. Before you speak to your boss. Before you speak to your husband or your wife. Impossible. I mean, you can say hello, good morning, hello, and so on. And then go and then talk to the most and come back. Say amen. Are you here or go home? The next thing you must say about prayer is the fact that great men like Daniel prayed. During their quiet time. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. <laughs> oh. 
ain't sure ain't, ain't sure nothing to the home. They come to the state, you're kind of the state. Now you're saying you're well, something. <laughs> Shame on you. Anyway, let's carry on. Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. Can we all read it together? Ready to go. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem. May, you, may God give you a chamber. May God give not a parliamentary chamber, your own bedroom. That's what I mean. Hallelujah. Let's continue. And his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem. Let's continue reading. He kneeled down up, upon his knee, knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did at four times. Clap for Brother Daniel. Amen. Are you here or go home? You see, Daniel was a prime minister, but he prayed. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. Tell your neighbor, if you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. Now, my sister, what work do you do? What do you do? You are, pardon? Are you afraid? You work as an accountant. Do you think you are busier than Daniel? That was a prime minister. So you, how come you are busy, too busy to pray? As an ordinary accountant. Or working as an accountant. You are too busy to pray. You are too busy. Are you too busy to pray? You, what do you do? You are students. What do you do? As students or assigned students? Mixture. <laughs> what a shock. Now listen. Daniel was a prime minister. But he made time to pray. You should have shouted, Amen. Amen. Your life hangs on prayer. Say it it again. I'm saying, your life hangs on prayer. Daniel saw the value of prayer. Important people in the Bible prayed. They prayed. They prayed. They prayed. They made time to pray. Daniel prayed three times a day. He would go to his chamber and pray. A busy man, Daniel, he found, he realized that, listen, the job I had, the, you see, Daniel knew that he was nobody. He knew that if God had not been with him, his other colleagues were dead and were slaves. But he, as a, as a, a captured slave, had become a prime minister. And Daniel realized that it's God who has placed me where I am. So it is, it, it, it is, it is impudent. To turn away from the God who has given you what you are, what you have, and place you where you are. So Daniel had time to pray. I know how the place the church is very quiet. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. If you are too busy to pray, then what? You are too busy. Important people pray during a quiet time. Next point. Daily prayer is our source of power and protection. Daily prayer is our source of power and protection. Yeah. Amen. You want to be a successful businessman? Pray. 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 
You know, you, 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 you see, people do all sorts of things to keep, to, be, to keep going. Some take vitamins. Every morning, I must take the vitamins so that I can be strong. Am I right? Every morning, I must take ginseng, drink ginseng, or green tea, and all these herbal things. And you are doing this. You are chewing some roots of a tree. that I don't know where the tree came from. And so that you can be well and strong. We do things. Some go to the gym. Hmm? <laughs> are you there? They go to the gym and do all this so that they can be fit and well. Some of you know, they have Chinese massage. Which one is that one? What? Foho Chinese massage. Where did you go and do that one? Yeah. Also, so that you can be well, you can be strong. Beyond the physical exercise, beyond taking vitamins, beyond all the things you do, some also do juju. Yeah. You are looking at me. You have done some before. Some do also, they drink also concussions. They, some people wear some things around their waists. Some have amulets around their necks. Some have also said they put powder, they sprinkle in their food. So that nobody can charm them. So that somehow they will win power over others. They do things for power. If you like, sit down. Sit down and see, we are in Africa. I said, this is Africa. People do voodoo, juju, all sorts of things are going on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yes, those guys are outside. They've repented. What happens? I'm telling you. One, I know a brother, he went to visit another person. There's a bowl in the house. I mean like, uh, this is a kutu. What do you call kutu in English? Kutu. But, effing pots. No, bigger than a pot. you are. Pot. When they opened it, there was a snake lying inside. And the guy said, hey, keep it, keep it, keep it. My grandmother handed it over to me. That's the, our family protection. They are looking at me. You know what I'm talking about, on the outside. People do all sorts of things. A snake in the pot. They feed the snake regularly. Regularly. One brother went to a certain part of Ghana. And in fact, it felt like we were in. So he saw a, a guest went to stand under a tree, open a zip, remove his banana, started. Before he realized about 20 people came, what are you doing? He said, he's swimming on their God. The tree that he was swimming onto the tree, the tree is the God of protecting the town. What a shock. If somebody can weigh on your God, I pity you. We have a God that nobody can worry on. Say amen. People have also a protection. When I was in school, I had a, a classmate. Exams time. He always comes with a special handkerchief. He would spread it on the paper before he start. Put it like that. And put his head. And he do some incantations. But he bumped too anyway. But I'm saying. <laughs> all sorts of things. But I'm saying to you here. There's also power available for you. I said protection available for you. No juju will overcome you. Amen. No wicked power can overcome you. Amen. No witchcraft can overcome you. Amen. Say, I believe. I believe. Hallelujah. Amen. God's power is stronger and more powerful Amen. than any occult, any powers of wickedness, any witch, any wizard. You will not be afraid of any wizard in your house. No wizard can kill you. Amen. 
No witch can kill you. Nobody can destroy your life and destiny. Somebody shout your loudest say amen. I'm preaching to you. When you stand and pray, let them do their incantation. You to go kato baka sataya. 4 a.m. you are praying. Borakabata. Shikababonda. Ribota. Fade. Shikinda. Because you see, Master, you have no idea how many people want the chair you are sitting on. You have no idea. How they envy the chair you are sitting on. I'm telling you. Even though they are not qualified, they wish they can sit on the chair you are sitting on. So they are always imagining vain things. But their imagination will never come to pass in Jesus' name. If you are shouting, you will always say, Amen. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. How many people want you to die? The day you die, they will be rejoicing and happy in their bedroom. But listen to me. They will die before you die. Am I talking to anybody here? Because you know how to pray. You stand up and say, Kato Kabasata, Rabobaka Fadiri Boshi, Rakatande Boshi. You pray, you wake up and pray. You pray. So, Lord, I commit my life, my business, my marriage, my, my, my finances, my ministry. It's your almighty hand. God will keep you. God will keep you. Prayer is your protection. Prayer is power available for you. The effective fervent prayer of the righteous the effective fervent prayer of the righteous avails much now do you have the do you have the amplified bible there if you have the amplified put it up otherwise find it and read it for me i want to see, uh, look at it confess to one another therefore your faults your slips your false steps your offenses your sins and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. Look at this. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Clap your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man that somebody washed by the blood of Jesus. The Bible says that it has, look at it, righteous man makes tremendous power available. So when you pray, tremendous power is available for you. I said, when you pray, tremendous power is available for you. Dynamic in its effects. Shout amen. Shout your Lord and say amen. That is why you must take quiet time seriously, Emmanuel. Pray every morning because when you pray, a lot of parts are available for you. As you're working, things are working that's ready for you. Your steps are being rearranged. Shout amen again. One more, two more points, and we close. But I love this. I love this. Amen. I said, Amen. When you pray, heaven shall be open for you. Look at Luke chapter 3, verse 21. Luke 3, 21. Bible says, Now when all, the people were, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying. The difference is that Jesus was praying. The heaven 
was opened. When you pray, heaven shall be opened for you. Oh, I didn't hear your amen at all. I said, when you pray, heaven shall be opened for you. And heaven is God's, heaven is God's treasure. God's treasure house. Heaven is a place where God keeps goodies and blessings. So when heavens are open for you, good things are happen, going to happen in your life. Blessings have been poured into your life. New doors have been opened for you. New opportunities are coming to your life. May your heavens be open as you pray. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. When you start praying, heaven just opens. And I say heaven is, Bible says that heaven has good treasure, good treasure, good treasure, good things are in heaven, miracles are in heaven, husband comes from heaven, or a good wife comes from heaven, a good job comes from heaven, may your heaven be open over your life, while she was praying, while she was praying, heaven was opened, I see your heaven opening, so if your heaven is like black cloud, that cloud, it's like bronze over your head. But I declare to you today, I speak into your life today, your heavens shall become rain, rain shall come from heaven. Rain shall water your life. Rain shall come from heaven. Help shall come from heaven. Help shall come to you from heaven. Say, I receive it. Today, I prophesy to everybody here. Why should pray? May God answer your secret prayer. Why should pray? May heaven deliver to you gifts and blessings. Oh, I see heaven. I see angels coming from heaven with gifts in their hands, carrying babies, carrying new jobs, carrying a, a gift parcel for you. May heaven bring your blessing to you. I said, May heaven bring your blessing to you. Hallelujah. Whilst he was praying, heaven was opened. And when heaven is opened, Blessings come down. Shout amen again. Shout it loudest amen again. Are you there? When you pray, one more point, when you pray, it sustains your blessing. Say, Bishop, explain. I didn't hear. Say, Bishop, explain. Prayer sustains blessing. Because you see, anything that God, any blessing you have, it can degenerate. And it can spoil. When you pray, it preserves your blessing. When you pray, it preserves your children. Because a child is a blessing from God. But it can have a child that a child can kill you. The child behavior can give you heart and break your heart. But when you have that child, don't stop praying over that child. Don't because prayer will sustain the blessing. Will keep the blessing a blessing. The blessing will never be a curse because prayer will sustain that blessing. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Everything we have, everything we have can degenerate. Things spoil easily, things degenerate very easily, things get bad very easily. But what is going to sustain? Someone says sustain. No, say sustain. I've talked about the fact that when you pray, heaven's open and blessings come. But when the blessing comes, who will sustain the blessing is prayer. Now that you have the blessing, don't stop praying. 
You pray them, pray them, believe God for the job. Believe God to work, get a job in the bank. Believe God to get that, uh, whatever. Now when that sin has come, keep on praying. Because prayer will sustain the blessing. I don't think you, you got a point. If you got a point, you'll be clapping better, I tell you. Johnny, prayer will sustain it. Will sustain it. Will sustain the blessing. Amen. So that your wife sitting by you. She said, is she a blessing, Johnny? Both you and your wife should stand. Eh? Is she a blessing? I hear she makes a banquet, especially in a banquet. Your wife. I'm waiting to eat her banquet. Specialist. You see, you're happy when the day you married her. Did I do your marriage? If you were married, I didn't. But I, I did a counseling. I was involved. What a shock. Now you see, what a blessing it is to find a beautiful lady like this to marry. And you're so happy because you believe God and pray. And God gave you this wife. But prayer will sustain the joy in the marriage. Amen. Because I've seen people marry like you have married. And then they hate each other. They can't stand each other. Because the what is a blessing. Now they become a, they hate each other. But when you pray, she'll always be a blessing. She'll call you my Lord. She will do about the death for my mom. Do you understand? Uh, clap your hands for Johnny and Linda. Prayer will sustain your blessing. May your bless your may your blessing last very long. I say, may your blessing last very long. May your blessing not be short-lived. I said, may your blessing not be short-lived. May your blessing last very long. Shout amen. Every organ in your body will last its lifetime. Your kidney will not die. Your liver will not die. Your spleen will not die. Every part of your body will live your lifetime. Say, I receive it. Hallelujah. That's what prayer will do. I should pray. God sustains the blessing. Clap your hands one more time. Amen. I finished praying. I finished preaching to you. Amen. As I end, what I can tell you is that follow Jesus' habits. Jesus had a habit of praying. Follow him. Don't follow anybody else. Follow Jesus' habit of praying. Amen. I said amen. Are you here? Mark chapter 1 verse 35. Write it down. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and prayed. That is our Savior. Great one before the day. Mark chapter, chapter 6, verse 46. And when he had sent them away, he departed into the mountain to pray. That's Jesus. That is Jesus right there. He sent them away, but he went to the, I want you to follow Jesus' habits Amen. of praying all the time. Amen. Let Jesus' style be your style. Luke chapter 6, verse 12. Write it down. Luke 6, 12. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into the mountain to pray 
and continued all night in prayer to God. Amen. I've tried. I've tried to do personal all night alone, just be and pray, try and see the all night in the morning because I saw Jesus did it. So he can have one man all night. He went and prayed the whole night till morning. Amen. May Jesus' habit be your habit. That is why the devil can, could never defeat Jesus. That's why the devil could not have the upper hand. Many times they tried to kill him, but they, they didn't get him. Until he offered himself. They tried to destroy they couldn't get him. Because he has learned the habit of praying. When you pray, the enemy will never have the upper hand over your life. Your file, somebody's file, see, your file is under somewhere. As you pray, and you should pick the file and put it on top. I say, I, I, I'm speaking to somebody sitting right here. Your very important file has been put under. But as you pray, they'll pick your file and put it on top. Heaven will attend to your need. People will rush your help. Because God will send supernatural help to your life. Stand to your feet, everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lift your two hands up high with me. Lift your two hands up high. Everybody. And pray. Say, Lord, give me the grace to pray. Quiet time is reading the Bible and praying. Now lift your hands and pray to God. And ask God for grace. Ask God for grace. Ask God for grace. Grace to pray. Grace to be prayerful. Grace to wake up early. Grace to pray in the night. Grace to wait on God. Grace to talk to God. Lift your two hands and pray. And I say, Lord, give me the grace to wake up early with your word. Pray, pray, talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want to, I want to, I want to I, 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 I give him the grace to talk to you all the time. What a blessing, privilege to have audience with God. I pray for your church. I pray for your people. I pray, your oh God, give us the grace. Give us the grace, oh God. Give us the grace, oh God, to draw close to you. To draw close to you. To draw close to you. We pray in the name of Jesus. Have mercy on us, oh God. Have mercy on us, oh God. Touch our lives, oh God. Change our prayer lives. Change our prayer lives. Teach us to communicate. Teach us to talk. Teach us to speak to you. Teach us, oh God. Help us, oh God, to wake up, to pray, to seek your face, and to seek your direction. Draw me close to you. Never let me go. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. 
where you are, before I invite you to the altar, the Spirit of God is telling me there are some people standing here. You are about to take a very important decision in your life. You need God's guidance. It's not a, it's a light one, whether you should wear red shoes or blue shoes, or red dress or blue dress, but a decision that your life hinges on. <laughs> your life hinges on that decision. You want to say, Lord, I need your direction. Lift your hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray for you. A very important decision that you need to take, you are taking in your life. Lift your hands up. Father, I pray for all of these who have lifted their hands up. You know where they are and the decision that they are about to take. I pray for your guidance. I pray for your leading. I pray for your direction. May they, ne- may they never make a regrettable decision. Yes. May the decision they take not bring regret and pain. Amen. May the decision they take take them forward in life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, may they hear your voice clearly. Yes, Lord. Let them hear your voice clearly. Yes, Lord. Let them hear your voice clearly. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God, I pray. Yes. I pray. I pray yes. direct their steps, Amen. direct their choices, Amen. direct their decisions, Amen. take away destruction. Yes, Every Lord. strange voice, Amen. I silence that voice in right Jesus now. Name. Every voice of the enemy, I silence that voice right now. In Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for the direction of God. Yes, Lord. I pray for the Spirit of God. Yes, Lord. I pray for the grace of God. Yes, Lord. I pray for the leading of the Spirit. Yes, Lord. I pray. That God will lead you to a higher place. In Jesus. The decision you take, may it take you higher. Amen. May it take you higher. Amen. May you not take you backwards. Yes. May it take you higher. Amen. 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 I bless you this morning. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you. Thank you. For the blessing of good direction. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now close your eyes, everybody. Wherever we are now, if you are here today, you want to say, Bishop, I need God in my life. I'm a sinner. I've made many mistakes. But today, I want Jesus to come into my heart. Please, no movement at all. Everybody stay where you are now. It's a very important moment. Everybody close your eyes with me. There are several people here today. You want to say, Bishop, I want God in my life. I'm a sinner. I've made many mistakes. Today, I need Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you and you came today. Or maybe you've been coming to church for some time. But you are not sure you are born again. You want to say, Bishop, I need Jesus in my life. If you're here right now, you want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray for you. Lift it up high. Beautiful. I see your hands. Just stay where you are. Just stay where you are. Lift your hands up. Lift your hands up. I see so many of you. Lift it higher than your head. Let your hand go high. All I want to do is to pray for you this morning. Pray for you this morning. That Jesus will be the Lord of your life. Father, thank you for this hand that I lifted. I pray that today will be a new day for their lives. If you have lifted your hand up. Can you walk from where you are and come to me now? I shall please help them to come. Come. Happy day. Come quickly. Happy day. When Jesus washed 
and I'm agreeing with you what you have written. Somebody has written that he wants to receive a scholarship. God will do it for you, I tell you. Somebody has written on the form, believing God for a good marriage. God will do it for you. Someone has written that I want to receive, I want to have a baby. God will give it the baby to you. Heaven is opened over your life today. As you make this covenant, God will fulfill his word. Somebody believing God for a visa to travel for holidays and come, God will give it to you. I said, God will give it to you. Somebody is saying, The Lord, I want to be able to complete my house. Your house has been standstill. You will finish the house in record time. Lift that thing up. Father, we ask you for your blessing. Any hand holding this sheet of paper, ordinary sheet of paper, but we call it a covenant form. The same way that we eat the bread and we call it the body of Christ. The same way we drink the wine and we say it's the blood of Jesus. We say these sheets of paper are covenants with you. They represent a contract with you. The Lord has your people purpose and determine to do your will and to bring souls and to let them come and to bring them to church. Six souls, I pray, give us the grace to bring them. May the souls respond to our invitation. May they respond to our invitation. And Lord, every prayer mentioned here, every prayer mentioned here, every prayer written on these sheets, fulfill the promise in their lives. Let us have an amazing testimony. Do for us what we have written. We believe you. That is why we wrote these things. Lord, fulfill your good word and accomplish great things. Lord, may anybody who has written for healing and miracle touch. May the sickness never come again in the name of Jesus. I bless you, Father, for answered prayer and for this covenant. And know that we know that we shall resp- you respond, heaven will respond to us as we do our part. We thank you, we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.